0: everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning
1: matt how are you well robbie i was doing great until i had to watch this episode and now i just want to lie in bed and cry for a little while it definitely does
0: i feel like i'm i've said this before i feel like this episode is maddening like it is it, like it drove me crazy <laughs> by the end of the episode i was like i wanted to scream i was so just drove me insane. And it's just in that I just laid down in bed. I just laid down and just laid there and stared. Like what?
1: That's that's the only response to this episode. They're getting horrifically angry and you know, like just tracking down some of the writers and taking them to a warehouse and tying them to a chair and just asking
0: why uh, I am trying not to get angry uh so much about it, but I'm going to. This episode's definitely gonna drag it out of me. I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna warn everyone now get ready guys strap in this is this might be one of our worst episodes ever i i it's i it's that bad um and it's just so laughable uh, okay oh boy okay deep breaths okay we are brought to you by support on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the Simpsons show for only two dollars a month Get access to all of our bonus podcasts for five dollars a month i'll repeat this for five dollars a month you get access to all of our old episodes that have fallen off the main podcast feed. Uh, so many of the golden year episodes, almost all of them at this point, Matt. That is long, how long we've been doing this, that almost all of the golden years are now gone from our main feed because oh, wow. we made so many episodes. Robbie, why do you have to make me
1: sad so early? I mean, you can
0: go listen to them whenever you want. I'll send you the files if you like. And uh, same files, that That's all our true. patrons.
1: Just, that means we've spent more time being listening to bad episodes. Oh, good episodes. it's way more,
0: Matt. It's way more at this point. Um uh, Yep. Uh we have some people to thank Matthew. Well, I'm sorry to those people, but thank you anyway. No, they're 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 angels. These people are angels from heaven. Uh first they Olivia are. Olivia, thank you, Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. And I looked at this up, so I think I'm saying this right. Owen Webb. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Owen. Uh this week's episode. My pods and boomsticks. Uh Episode KBF20, originally aired November 30th, 2008, written by Mark Wilmore, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, received a 4.4 rating with 7.8 million viewers. The chalkboard gag, Prosperity, is just around the corner. And the couch, we get two chalkboard gags this week because the couch gag is the family finding Bart writing, I will not bring the chalkboard home on a chalkboard in front of the couch. Um, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to do that, to get that gag in there. That seems like it would have been done earlier um, in the show, but mm. uh, this episode, guest stars, and I also looked this up and listened to people say it, and I'm going to do my best. Shorey Ogdashlu as Mina, who is Bashir's. I don't, did they? I And they say her name is Mina.
1: Do we hear? I don't recall them saying that in the episode. <laughs> that's no. what,
0: yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I was, that's one of the things I was thinking of, man. I was like, we see her name as Mina. Did they say the word Mina at any point? Maybe they might, and I just m- maybe missed but, mm. it. Um, uh, so I'm going to, before we get into the story of the the episode, I would just want to list some of the awards that this episode has been given. Oh, Robbie, why do you have to be so sad about this? I just want to lay this stuff out right in front, okay? Um, the, the, what has been, uh, it was praised by the Council on American Islamic Relations and the Muslim Public Affairs Council, and Agdashu herself was given an award by the Muslim Public Affairs Council for her role in the episode um they say it the, their quote the episode sends a powerful message through humor about the danger of ignorance and prejudice rooted in false assumptions uh okay and, uh, and now if you if you are listening and have watched this episode you might go what <laughs> and it's very clear that those people i don't think those people they i don't think they watched the episode man
1: i don't think they did either what
0: in the world i think uh i mean uh show is well-regarded actress uh and they probably went oh well she's in a, an episode of the simpsons that's neat oh it's about how uh we shouldn't be prejudiced about muslim okay muslim people okay give her a reward mm-hmm. no one didn't anyone watch it mm, maybe um also mm-hmm. matt the uh mark wilmer was nominated for an outstanding writing in a comedy series at the 40th nwacp image awards okay outstanding writing outstanding writing i um i'm gonna go on record and say oh this, this is some of the worst writing i've ever seen on television it's so bad in many ways uh okay episode begins with the simpsons at the mall this is and it's the day after christmas december 26th boxing day
1: you've never celebrated odd time usually usually never... you don't get simpsons episodes that time Let no they, they really don't um i have
0: i i've i really. I guess I. I guess I celebrated Boxing Day because Boxing Day literally is a day meant for shopping, um. But they do it in Canada, so I. I had. I have celebrated a couple of Boxing Days, um. But there at the mall, and there's a bunch of jokes here about getting rid of Christmas decorations. That's. Do you like
1: those jokes? Because that's we get that same joke. Uh, no, because it's just so hacky and old. Even when this came out, this was a hacky old joke yeah it's
0: like they're throwing a wooden reindeer into a wood chipper there's a a choir singing about the christmas tree being old and 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 rotten they're arresting the santa clauses there is instead of a santa claus there is now a martin luther king jr impersonator uh sitting in the santa claus seat and having kids come to him it's that those are the jokes just give you guys an idea it's all like matt said uh it's kind of hacky um it's not not the best um i will say this, Matt,
1: comparing it to what comes later, oh well yeah, that's true i mean this is this is garden variety terrible instead of really terrible I yeah guess. this is
0: this is just like, oh it's a bad joke your uncle told it's not the racist joke your uncle told, which it does happen as well um no actually, my uncle's not racist, he's a very nice man. I shouldn't say that I know some people uncle grandpa, Grandpa. I never knew my grandpas, so maybe they were racist. It's possible. I'm sure they were. They were good then. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. Next we get what is becomes the B-plot of this episode, but is a very faint B-plot. It takes up very little time, which I guess is good, because uh, it's not good at all. <laughs> it's, very, it's very crazy. <laughs> but here again, Matt, better than the A-plot? You're not wrong there. It's oh, better. Boy. It's still bad. But that just tells you how bad the is. Um, cause this is. Is this the first time we've
1: had them say Mapple? Is this the first time we've gotten that? I want to say there was one other time, but I'm having a hard time remembering it. It feels like
0: this is the first time. It might be not the first time. It might be a close second time, but whatever. Yeah. This is the thing that. Just they just go this is I'm pretty sure they always refer to it as Maple from here on out, right? They never call Apple. They do, yes. And right. I'm gonna ask you a question, Matt. Oh boy, okay. It's a real question. Why don't they just use Apple?
1: Yeah, it's not like they've not gone after other brands before. They literally had an episode about cell phones called Lost Verizon. Right?
0: Why would they not have and like you're gonna go that close? Why just Mapple is lame, okay? I'm going to. It like, really is. Like, if you want to. Okay. If you want to use an analog, I'm, I'm going to. This is a shameless self-plug on my part. Okay. I just released a book. It's called Killer Hockey Mascot. Okay. Has a. On the front cover, there's a. 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 a, a Angry-looking mascot. Looks a lot like Gritty, the mascot for the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Flyers. But I didn't use Gritty. I used an analog. I made him from scratch. I put him in a new a new hockey team that doesn't really exist. His name is Gutsy. Me, Means the same as Gritty. It has an allusion to to blood and guts. He's he's colored red instead of orange. S- similar, not the same. Close enough where you go. Oh yeah, of course. It's kind of it's just like Gritty, but it's not Gritty. It's a little bit. There's tweaks here and there that I try and insert a little bit of you know, fun and interest and to separate it a little bit from the actual gritty. So you get a little bit of that, a little bit of distance there. So you can kind of push the character, push gutsy. I can push gutsy any direction I want. People don't think of it exactly like gritty. That's all it is. But I thought I was really proud when I came up with gutsy. I thought that's a good name. That's a fun analog name for something similar. So if you're going to come up with one for Apple, you would think, okay, well,
1: why don't they think of another fruit? Right? That's the first thing you think of. You're like, well... That is the... Yeah, the first thing you... The most basic thing you would think to you do. you just
0: like, well, come up with a different... Think of another fruit. Think of another one that's two syllables. And... But make it a funnier fruit. Or, you know, something... Like, obviously. And, like, you could There's a, a million different permutations. And I'm not, we're not gonna... We're, this episode's gonna be long. I'm not theory about names for Apple. A fake Apple... A fake Apple uh, company. But... Maple is terrible it means nothing there's no joke when you say Maple, all it says is oh it's apple but it's not but it's not a joke like it's not a joke name if you want to come up with a joke fun analog name then do it don't just throw a letter at the front and this continues on for years and years to this very day and i hate it i hate mapple it is dumb it's not funny there's nothing like duff beer Matt. Think about Duff beer, okay? Mm -hmm. The Simpsons have made Duff beer a real thing now. You can go to Universal Studios and buy Duff beer. Um, So they've brewed their own Duff. But when you think of what Duff is, you go, oh, right. Like, you have that idea of like, oh, Duff, it's like that kind of crappy American lager that people are just loyal to for no real reason. You have that idea in your mind and you go, oh, of course, it makes sense but it's also not just we didn't they didn't just take bud light and put a letter in front of it or changed one letter they they took the same idea and came up with a funny name duff the name sounds funny when you say duff you're like oh that's a yeah that's fun that sounds like a funny word um Maple is not there's nothing there
1: it's just Maple. isn't it funny It's you literally added one letter to the actual name of the company you're parody
0: that's, yes that's
1: not clever or interesting not at all um
0: so we get lots of jokes they go to they get they get a maple store at the mall long story short they get a maple store uh lisa's excited to go into a maple store uh first thing i want to point out this maple store has not enough people in it matt
1: i oh yes real apple stores have no room to move in them whatsoever you are it is standing room only you're shoulder to shoulder
0: i've never been to an apple store ever in my life where there was room inside you are immediately like sworn they're just it's like it's like a trader joe's in there um there's lots of jokes about things being expensive which uh, fair apple stuff is expensive um i would i that's kind of the only joke we get here uh lisa can't afford anything she wants uh, an apple device why
1: because i think again this is me doing the writer's job for them i see lisa as the kind of person who likes the idea of apple uh because it apple is one of those brands that uh <sighs> says that they support creativity when actually it's all about being authoritarian it's uh authoritarian uh about what you're allowed to do with your devices and so uh they think that Lees would be taken in by that i don't think that would be true i think lisa will be a linux girl but that's just me I he's too smart for that I, I again i
0: like yeah you could also like this this plot barely exists there's like four scenes for it maybe five
1: yeah it's literally it's the this scene it's a scene where she, the other kids are jealous of her. And then there's a scene at the end where she has to go to Maple's undersea headquarters. Yeah. It's, it's, is we'll get there. It's going to take us see
0: 10 years to get there, but we'll get there. Um, and that would be a story. Like if you want to tell a story with this, they don't. Um, but that would be the story of like Lisa getting entranced by a- Mapple i hate saying it Mapples, oh it's sleek design and they the, the very good marketing and oh yeah at, there was a time when Mapple's devices were at like, least mobile devices were cutting edge were the front line of technology sure and you could and then you get the dark side of it with oh it costs a lot and oh i want to do this oh you can't we don't want you to we won't let you you know, like that's you could go there. They don't they don't care. because uh, it's barely it and then I frankly would say you cut this, all of it. You cut all of this B plot and give it to the A plot. A plot desperately needs all the time it can muster. It's tackling a very serious subject. You give it as much time as you as you can. But they don't care. Um Krusty shows up, Matt. Thank God for only a moment. Oh uh, yeah. crusty uh, Krusty shows up, gives her a MyPod, wants to wants people to egg him on for comedy. Everyone ignores him, thankfully. Um is this just what they do now? When Bark got a phone in Lost Verizon, who gave him the phone?
1: Uh, He got it from Dennis Leary on a... on a they, yeah just
0: a, just a rich guy. Just showed up and gave him a yeah. phone. And now Krusty shows up and gives Lisa my pod. Uh, which is a terrible name. They're, these are all terrible names. These are terrible funny yes, parody names. they're not names. good. They're not funny parodies. They're not funny parody names. What are you doing? Um, They give Lisa... I, I really think they... This is my suspicion, Matt. They uh, went uh well we need these funny names we need funny names for all those different apple devices what can we do well what if we just put an m in front of all of them does it work yeah okay let's do that um so now lisa has an iPod she's very excited very happy now that she has this device i don't even remember why Krusty gives his up it's just baffling um
1: i think he just doesn't want it because this is already past the point where iphones sorry my phones or whatever are a thing and he got it for free in a Prize basket for something. So, you know.
0: Okay. So this is the point where we get. Are you ready for it, man? If I have to be. Steve mobs We just keep going with this. Uh, we'll just go with the same M thing. They're like, oh, we came up with the letter M. So here, Steve mobs is broadcasting to, I guess, all maple stores in the world. Is that what we're. Is that what's happening? I guess, yeah. Okay. Bart happens to take control of the audio in this particular short, and we get. Steve Mobb's pranked by Bart. Attention,
2: Maple Universe. Prepare for a live announcement from Mapple founder and chief imaginative officer, Steve Mobbs.
1: Steve Mobbs! He's a genius!
2: He's like a god who knows what we want! Greetings, it is I, your insanely great leader, Steve Mobbs. I'm speaking to you from Maple headquarters deep below the sea with an announcement that will completely change the way you look at everything. <gasps> and that announcement is...
3: You're all losers! What? Huh? Oh. You think you're cool because you buy a $500 phone with a picture of a fruit on it? Well, guess what? They cost eight bucks to make an IP on every one! Oh. I have made a fortune off you chumps, and I've invested it all in Microsoft! Now my boyfriend Bill Gates and I kiss each other on a pile of your money! Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Treaty! Your heart is blacker than your turtleneck!
3: <laughs> who dares question the boss we fired 10 years ago and then brought back he was my brother bart
1: yes because bart's voice sounds just like steve <laughs> Mobb's, and this is a, a totally believable thing to say also i will point out that i really appreciate the comic book guy running at the screen a la the apple 1984 commercial but that's honestly probably the best part about this entire episode I well here
0: I'm gonna I'll disagree with you, Matt. I, I do appreciate I don't mind in this like I here, Matt Bart. Everything in doing to do with Bart in the next maybe <laughs> six minutes, okay, five six minutes uh-huh. of this episode is is all right. It's not it's all right. Yes. I, I don't mind it. I I even laughed a couple times or maybe just smiled. I don't remember. It's the only good in this smiled. episode. It's the only good stuff. It's literally the only good stuff in this entire episode. Is this sequence right? Like I'll even say him in person. Like none of this makes sense, really. But I do find it kind of funny that I my boyfriend, <laughs> my boyfriend Bill Gates. Like just like having yeah. s- the idea of Steve Jobs saying my boyfriend Bill Gates kiss each other on a pile of money. That's okay. You got me. It's that's uh, absurd enough that I think is funny, but also. No, this makes sense and none of no one in the crowd would buy it for a second you immediately bart's voice sounds so much different it's complete you immediately go oh what's what's going on who's in control of the mic so it it, but whatever people are angry the cult of mapple is angry so they chase bart away again this is not what would not happen but whatever we're just going to roll with it because this rolls us into what becomes the a plot uh, sadly i mean it's not sad right now matt okay we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and focus, really, like, I'm going to be very negative in a little bit. But for now, I'm going to try and be as positive as I possibly can be. Because this is the only bright spot in this entire episode. Um, because Bart meets Bashir in this. And he runs away. And he's, I guess he's dodging through backyards, whatever. And he smells something. And he shows up in Bashir's cooking, He's grilling uh, lamb in his back. I believe Bart says it smells like... Someone's making hamburgers in a rug store. Not a bad. That's Which, not a bad. I mean, if
1: you ever, if yeah, it's not a bad joke. Honestly, if you have, if you have ever uh, smelled someone cooking that, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um,
0: it's not a bad. It's not a bad line. Um, Bart shows up, meets Bashir. Bashir is a very, very nice kid. Immediately offers uh Bart some lamb, and then we get uh Mina. Mina shows up, and uh, we get an extended sequence here where Bart meets Bashir, stays over, and then shows him the ropes the next day at school.
3: Hello. Would you like some lamb? Mm. Whoa! All these years I've been petting lambs when I should have been shoving them in my mouth. I'm Bart. I'm Bashir. My family and I just moved here from Jordan. Jordan? That's on some map somewhere, right?
2: Bashir, introduce me to your new friend.
3: Bashir, you didn't tell me you had a sister.
2: (laughs) Such a charmer. Would you like to stay for dinner?
3: Hey, I never refuse food from strangers. Okay, you're new to our school, so here's the deal. We call Skinner Skin Rash, Mr. Weiner is Mr. Weiner. And groundskeeper Willie grounds creeper stupid.
2: Oh, that's not clever. I have so many aspects you can mock. I'm poor, I'm dirty, I can't read or write. I think movies are real. <laughs>
3: <laughs> OK, next, here's the food at the cafeteria that will make you sick. Coleslaw, tuna, all chowders and gumbos. The only thing that's safe is the pork chops. My religion says I can never eat pork. A different religion? Do not tell anyone that, because if the bullies around here find out that you're different... Who's different? What's your name, Sweatstain? Uh, Bashir. Bashir? I love a kid that comes with directions.
0: Okay. Positive. Positive. <laughs> positive, okay? Positive things. Positive.
1: Yep, think positively.
0: I. This is really... This is nice. Okay, Bart making friends with this new kid, um, showing him, showing him around, like, hey, this is this is the, the lay of the land at school at Springfield Elementary. I really, I, I think that Groundskeeper Willie joke is the only thing I laughed at in this entire episode. Uh, where he goes, that's not creative. I think movies are real, like that. Him saying that made me laugh. It's the only time I laughed. I'm pretty sure, but like, it's it's this scene here. It feels like old Simpsons it feels like the golden years where it's it's like hey it's just a couple of kids walking down the street and talking to each other and they walk by things like groundskeeper Willie bart there's the jokes are all about oh these are the here's some funny lines that we, they don't stop and look at you the audience expecting a laugh they just go oh you know they they call what the joke is we Mr. Weiner. They have a character. They have a there's a, someone at the school named Mr. Weiner, but we call him his joke name is Mr. Weiner. That's like, it's not like laugh out loud funny, but it is like oh that's a clever little thing. And they don't stop and make it like oh look at this it's a joke. It is it's they just slide it in there and keep on moving. Um, the 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 bullies show up and Bart's me like oh no they're gonna the bully you the bash I i'm almost 100 percent sure that they came up with that joke first and then named the kid afterwards oh yeah for sure <laughs> they they were like what's a funny name we can use the bullies to say that is middle eastern and then we could use that as a kid's name um but it's and it feels and it's not like it's not crazy slapsticky it's not cartoon physics There is genuine worry, like oh no, bullies are here. They will beat us up. This it feels like season one, even.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, and
0: like I'm, that's I'm, and like Bart being nice to this kid and worrying about him, like that's nice. It's like a nice little side of Bart where he's like, oh, this kid is new. He was nice to me. I'll take him under my wing and try and protect him. It's really nice. It lasts a little bit longer. Uh, We go to commercial at seven minutes and
1: one seconds. Oh, why do you do this to me, Robbie? All right, uh, when we come back. You have a uh, short so second act. Bart I don't is, want to hear it,
0: out Okay, you just, you yeah, got, know. you're not know. that bad.
1: Act three is the, is the money act, apparently. <laughs> oh so we god. come back from a commercial. <laughs> oh, my god. So we come back from a commercial, and uh, we're back at the end of the cliffhanger, uh, where Bart is able to diffuse the situation with some quick talking.
3: Okay, Bashir, tell us where you came from so we can punch you back there. I'm gonna punch you extra hard, because I secretly think you're cute. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just wail on him because he's what religion are you anyway? Muslim. Oh boy. You're the reason I can't carry toothpaste on an airplane. <laughs> Ow! Look, guys, everyone's different. Jimbo, you're Christian. Dolph, you're Jewish. And Kearney, your family's in that cult Mo started. I had to join. My mom's doing the savior. I mean, the one true Mo. You're the one true Mo. <laughs> 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 <coughs> Oh, help me almighty mo. You
2: can't. I'm not really a god. I was just acting crazy to get out of jury duty.
1: I still I this is this is effectively the end of it. <laughs> it is. A... <laughs> it, it is. Yes. Also, uh, the one true Mo. I mean, I know they use it as a horrible gay joke, but before they go there, I think it's really hilarious I, that this Mo is, has started a religion to get out of jury duty.
0: This is all fine to me, Matt. This is all fine. It's the bullies. They're gonna like they're mean to each other, but they also. I mean, earlier in the same scene, they had Nelson say, "Like, I'm not. I'm gonna hit you extra hard because I think you're kind of cute." Like they've. It is that. I don't know. Like I don't mind the kids being li- these these bullies being a- slightly homophobic um and punching end up punching each other and Bart and Bashir making a run for it and getting away from them. Um even Bart's reaction like when Bashir says you're mu- he's Muslim and Bashir and Bart's like oh boy. good. Um, that's, that's that's like that's not bad. Like uh, I'm like this and th- this point I'm like, I'm like I again I don't know. I've never seen this episode before. Stop me if you've heard that one before, and I I read I read through the wiki. I'm like, oh, it's well regarded. It it they say it it, you know is is spreading uh you know inclusive beliefs about Islam and Muslim people. You're like, maybe they were right. You know, like this is really nice. I like Bart and Bashir together. This is fun. Bart is you know
1: playing against type a little bit, which is again fun. Yeah, it's great, especially because Bart, we know Bart has this in him, because we've seen it throughout the golden years, and I want to see more of this. This is really great, but instead, once again, it's all ruined by, let's say it again, Homer. (sighs) Because this is
0: effectively the last of the Bart and Bashir stuff. Like, Bart and Bashir are in the rest of this episode, but we don't really focus on them anymore. Um. And with that, you can say goodbye to what was a turning into an okay episode. Okay to maybe even good episode of The Simpsons. And it just flies like into the, a brick wall a thousand miles an hour. Load, the car is loaded with cans of gasoline. Like, I don't know. <sighs> boy. Oh, boy.
1: It's okay, Rob. It's okay. We can get through this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right. So we get back to the B-plot. The very brief scene where other girls are, you know, looking down on Lisa, but then they see that she has a MyPod, and they are very excited about it. They want to, uh, you know, see what she's got going on. And Lisa shows them an incredibly long episode of Itchy and Scratchy, like two or three minutes, I think, of Itchy and Scratchy. Right, Robbie? I, did it just feel that long?
0: No, it's it's really it's way longer. It's longer. I don't know if it's two minutes long, but it is lo- much longer than a normal episode of Itchy and Scratchy. I will say this, Matt. Again, if this if knowing what happens after this episode of Itchy and Scratchy, effectively the rest been longer. I wish it was the rest of this episode. I wish that it had cut to Lisa and showing Sherry and Terry this episode of Itchy and Scratchy on her MyPod, and it never cut away. We just got another ten ten ish minutes, ten plus minutes of Itchy and Scratchy, and then the episode I'm ended. Totally down with that. That would be better than what happens. Uh, but it is very long. I even find it kind of it's a nice it's not bad itchy and scratchy. There's you know, like there's uh some references to the o- Oppenheimer and Einstein in here. That's good. I don't I don't know. It's it's clever. There's intelligence in
1: it, which is not something you there's can say. More about intelligence in this itchy and scratchy cartoon than the rest of the episode combined. Yes. Oy. Yeah. Oy. So all right, moving on. So Homer uh meets Bashir when Bart comes home. Homer loves him. Because, you know, obviously he, he's unaware of how different Bashir is because we all know one thing about Homer. He hates anything that's different once it's pointed out to him, but doesn't see it himself. At, at, this,
0: point, Matt, <sighs> at this point, Matt, I'm like, maybe this is gonna be Homer's phobia. Because that's from this point forward, it feels like they wanted to be Homer's phobia. Uh they fail yeah. miserably. They fail miserably. But it feels very much in that general direction of like, yeah, Homer is a, is is somewhat uh Bigoted about something, and then he learns better. Okay, Homer's movie is great, mm-hmm. so maybe this could be great. And all, and Bashir is really charming here, much like Bart was charming to Bashir's mom. Bashir is charming to to Homer, and it, like, oh, that's an again nice symmetry. <sighs> but oh my lord, after
1: this man, I can't. I know, I know, it's okay. Homer. So it's always Homer. Uh, Homer loves Bashir at this point, but then he goes to the bar where Homer's friends are basically middle America, telling him that he should be scared of everything.
0: Hey, Carl, got any
2: idea what direction Mecca's in? Why don't you ask Homer? He ought to know, by dint of his son's new friend. <laughs> hey, Bashir's great. If Derek Jeter married Mariah Carey, it wouldn't last, but I bet they'd have a kid like him. Homer, this is serious. This Bashir kid is Muslim, and therefore up to something. Oh, uh, I can't believe that till I see a fictional TV program exposing your point of view. Uh-huh. For the last time, Fire, where did you hide the nerve gas? Hand your station of liberty stress. And she loved it. Oh, my God. What can I do? Well, if you want to stop Bashir and his war on American principles, you could discriminate against his family in employment and housing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty patriotic, but I got a better idea. Invite him over.
2: A little dinner, a little dessert, and then you jack-bower into giving you all their secrets. <laughs>
1: I guess I have no choice. So, yes, at this point, Homer, having listened to his idiot friends, is completely turned around on the issue and is now terrified of Bashir and his family. <sighs> Matt, because that's what you do. Matt.
0: Yeah. our one of our, yeah. our patrons points out in the review.
1: Why do they got to make Lenny and Carl racist? Well, because somebody had to make Homer racist because Homer can't just be a racist. That would be like Homer is like we said before the id. He is the you know basics. And obviously, obviously, no one is ever just straight up racist like that. Um, it has to come from somewhere because that's not how humans are at the core. They're not very tribalistic. Uh, so it has to come from someone near Homer that Homer trusts. And obviously, it's going to be Lenny and Carl and Moe. It could have just been Mo. I would have believed that. But no, Lenny and Carl have to get in on it.
0: I can't. I, I, it's just there's just so much. I can't. I, I, I so they show that clip of what is effectively 24. You're not going to tell me different that. I mean, no, Mo literally know. says the word. Well, Jack Bauer. Hey, hey Simpsons. And hey, why not you want you? Hey, will not you? Hey, uh, hey, Al. Hey, buddy. How you doing? You're not listening you, you I, why would you we just literally used to yell about you for a couple hours every week um you had Jack Bauer on your show just the last season two seasons ago you i mean is your it was your your show running, you know like all the creative people are still the same uh and you kind of glorified all that behavior in that episode, didn't you didn't you do that? they sure did, Robbie. Hmm. You did do that. And now now we get a five second clip of a 24 like show where we have this racist stereotype yell about liberty's dress or what i don't know what that i don't i have no idea what's happening like it's so short you have no context of what's what it is or why it exists or what it's supposed to do if you want to do a parody of like oh 24 is kind of racist and so is a lot of that kind of fiction about counterterrorism fiction and all that stuff a lot of it's kind of works only because it's racist then engage with that give us a minute instead of having an itchy and scratchy cartoon Give us a minute here where you go over the top. You go crazy and deliberate about look how we stereotype the Middle East and use them as props in these nationalistic stories and make that clear by going so hard with it that you your audience can't know that obviously you're like, oh, they don't. They don't think this is funny. They think this is serious and they're making fun of it and they're doing it hard. And so we get five seconds of the show. We don't like, you blink and you miss it. And then Homer is immediately convinced. And also, why, how do Lenny and Carl know that Bart is friends with Bashir?
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, how do any of them know any of this? And we know how they know it. Yes. Yeah, we know because the writers say they do.
0: Like, but it's again, we have, Characters we love are suddenly racist, and this—it's not like oh they're a little racist. It's not like oh, it's not like oh it's a. Uh... And this is like the version of the story that would make sense. That is them, Homer combating internalized, institutionalized racism that he's been taught his entire life. Mm-hmm. Much like Homer's phobia, Homer's phobia is about that. Homer's phobia is how about Bart? How Homer? Has basically been taught his whole life about how you know your son's going to turn gay because he you know has known a gay person, and it's just like, well, he's trying to confide it, and he's like struggling with that those beliefs the entire time, and that's what this episode could be. It's about Homer and Bart, and Bart doesn't have those things institutionalized into him, and Bashir is just his friend, while well, Homer does have those things in him, and Homer has to deal with them. And maybe he acts rudely with them or, or or does inappropriate things, but instead it is this incredibly exaggerated, stupid, cartoonish version of that, I guess, and this is just the first step, and it's just, and it's just maddening that you don't you're, you can't we said this before, this reminds me so much of that uh, of that episode with the military. Uh, where they where we get the, the 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 muslim there's an islam joke in there i don't know if I remember the name of the episode is it bart mangled banner oh. is that what i'm thinking of yes that's the one um um where that it's the same thing where it's just like you cannot parody you know the ridiculous beliefs of middle america and the racist belief of middle america anti and islamophobic beliefs of of america in general By making racist jokes, and then it doesn't work that way. And then at the end of the episode, going, "Oh, that was bad. We shouldn't have done that." Yeah, you're not Homer. Homer and the Simpsons are different things. You, if you make jokes at the expense of of Muslim people, you that's not the you're being racist. It's not Homer being racist. That's like that's different. You being racist. That's just the show being racist and it's like that's all that you could say that like and certainly i don't think this is as bad most of the time as bart mingle banner maybe i'm not sure though it still makes me very mad um and it's very very clumsy and i don't know if necessarily their heart was even in the wrong place they're just so bad at telling a story nowadays and having homer be like a human that what whatever their intention is, it just turns into misery. It is just so terrible. And this is the first step. Lenny and Carl and Mo just being racist and Homer going, Oh yeah, now we're gonna just launch this crazy and it's like a Mona leaves it too where you could have this heartfelt episode about like your Homer's mother dying and like have like normal human scenes where people talk to each other and being upset. But instead it turns into Looney Tunes. It turns into James Bond. It doesn't like it's so big, why are there so much plot? It doesn't need this much plot. I just want to yell matt i I'm, I'm not going to yell. It scares my dog. What happens next, Matt? please interrupt me
1: okay, um so Homer, in his grand plan to expose Bushier's family, uh invites them all to dinner where he does all kinds of antics about uh trying to trap them into admitting that they are against America. He even brings out a giant American flag cake and invites them to cut into it, which they don't do because, again, they're not idiots, and Homer is. <sighs> That's the one. Matt, that I'm... is the
0: one saving grace of all this. They're not idiots. They're not
1: thankfully these yes. characters
0: are not idiots. But I will point this out. I'm not entirely sure if Mina ever is named, but father is does not have a name. No. And Bashir's father, I'm pretty sure, is voiced by Hank Azaria. Of course. So it's just like, well, hey, you got why couldn't you get a, a Middle Eastern actor to portray him? He has a lot of lines. He has a lot to say. He does. Yeah. You know what? And here I'm going to give you the, the, the. I don't need you to answer that question, Matt, because I know the answer. Answer is Hank Azaria is cheaper. He's already on staff. He'll just uh, exactly. do. He'll just That's do another voice. Money.
1: We don't. We don't. Oh, none of the none of our
0: our. our female voice actors can do mina's voice um
1: yes that's the the main reason they had to get you know someone to actually play her
0: yes i and so they just went oh it's cheaper and they didn't think twice about oh it's he's not middle eastern he's not from jordan or wherever no they just do it and he doesn't have a name um and homer also homer is trying to poison them he's not just trying to get he's not just trying to get to admit that they're against america he has a poison cake because he literally stops Maggie from eating it because it's poison. This is not like think back again. I'll call out Homer's phobia. Think back to Homer's phobia. How does Homer ostracize
1: John? I mean, he basically he basically avoids him for the entire episode. Like he brings uh what is it um Bart to a whole bunch of places to show why being gay is wrong, and then just refuses to interact with John whatsoever. He, he yeah, he's, he's like, Oh, when Bart is with alone with John or
0: with oh Bart is alone with John and Marge, Bart he takes Bart away. And it's just like you know, he's just like I don't want him near that and you'd be like, Oh, that's realistic behavior. That is yep. that is that that's recognizable as a human. Where you where he, Homer doesn't trust this person for whatever you know for bigoted reasons and he avoids them and keeps his child away from them and we learn over time that oh this is foolish um and you know he tries to steer bart away from whatever agenda he thinks john is pitching the gay agenda um (laughs) the gay agenda the gay agenda um but it's again it's that gay panic thing and you like you could do the same thing here but instead it's like it leans into like this
1: spy nonsense
0: what
1: what is this i wish i could tell you robbie i don't know because i don't know what the heck they were intending for this
0: I, yeah it's just crazy uh marge is at least recognizable as
1: marge that's true she is normal because at this point marge um sends homer to apologize she forces him to go to the house and say he's sorry which is exactly what he should do but homer uh Sneaks around the house rather than just walking up to it and sees Bashir's father in the garage with dynamite and loses his Homer love mind thinking that, oh, he has uncovered the truth. They really are planning to blow something up. And that is thankfully where we end act two.
0: Homer walks up to this house. Mm-hmm. How does he know where the house is?
1: I will be charitable and say he figured out where it was from Bart. Yeah, sure. Um,
0: It doesn't matter, Matt, honestly, but it is like they don't don't need to establish any of this. They don't care. They do not care about establishing anything about why people do anything. How can they do these things? They just do them. Um, He goes to his house, house in the suburbs, much like the Simpsons house, and he's sneaking around and he sees Bashir's father. Still doesn't have a name. Won't have a name. Just Bashir's dad. That's his name. He has just crates of dynamite. Mm hmm. And this is where we end the act with this cliffhanger of maybe Homer is right. Presumably that's where we're supposed to think, right? Presumably. Yes. We don't have any other information. Okay. All we have, the only information we have is, Oh, Bart is friends with the Bashir. Bashir's a nice kid. Uh, Mina's his mom. Mina's real nice. She invites Bart over to stay for, for, for dinner that, that, that night that Bart meets Bashir. Um, Bart seemingly likes them enough to be nice to, Bashir the next day and show him around the school and all that stuff. We just met Bashir's dad, who seems like a nice guy. uh, Certainly smarter than Homer. And then the next time we see him is through Homer's eyes,
1: effectively, in his garage, handling dynamite. Why would he have dynamite, Robbie? As we later find out, he is an engineer who (laughs) does building demolition. Why would the dynamite ever be his house? He wouldn't have dynamite. Um...
0: I don't know if they would actually use dynamite even in that job. Maybe they would. I don't know. I'm not an engineer, and I'm certainly not an engineer about controlled demolition, so I don't know what kind of explosives they would use, but he certainly wouldn't have it in his house. There's just no, it's just not, it's not even, this is not like, oh, we're going to stretch reality a little bit to make the plot work. No, this is just outside the bounds of humans. Like, he wouldn't have dynamite in his house for the job you gave him. You just do this to make the story work, and it's it's mindless. It's insane. He just is, and he's just. Why would he be cradling dynamite in his garage, man? Cradling it like it's a baby. (sighs) Yeah, and it it, and it literally exists only to make this plot go. And exactly, it is. And we are in. We're like, are what are we supposed to think? What is the audience supposed to think at this moment? Is the audience supposed to go? Oh no! Obviously Bashir's dad isn't a terrorist. It's weird that he has dynamite though. So yeah, what? Why? What? What are you trying to tell us? Are you trying to implicate us and like make us think that he's a terrorist, despite that Apparently. being incredibly stupid? Like it's just so stupid. And oh my lord! We come back from the commercial thirteen minutes forty eight seconds. It's a really long third act. And woo oh boy, I hate it. A third act. This this is. Uh, Paint. This is awful, Matt. This is the third act, and this third act is the pits. Okay, if we cursed, I would be cursing every other word. I've thought about it. <laughs> I've, 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 I've thought about it a lot. About like we should just have said where I can curse all I want. We'll just bleep it, and they'll be filled with it. But again, probably
1: oh, you, you'd never be done bleeping. No, I know, be, I know. it would, take would just. Three
0: weeks, it so. would just be cutting. it I'd be editing for hours. Um. So. Okay, Homer goes home. We cut basically right back where we left off. Okay, there's no time missing, so this is effectively the next day since Bart met Bashir, By the way, uh-huh. um, Homer goes back home, tells Marge what he saw, and Marge, I and to be fair, man, this is what in human reaction would be where Marge goes, oh, you didn't, you you didn't see that, you submit, your mind's playing tricks on you, <sighs> or something, uh-huh. you know, that, and like that's what a normal person would say they'd be like there's no way he would have dynamite in his house because of course he wouldn't no one does yeah you don't store dynamite in houses
1: nope you sure don't you, <laughs> you don't... store it in very carefully controlled warehouses and then you use it and then it's gone <laughs> um okay okay man are you ready for this If i have to be yes because
0: uh, homer goes okay we're gonna talk about this okay homer goes all right for now I'll deal with it, but we're going to talk about this in the morning. Um, and then we get this dream sequence uh, Homer has a dream.
1: Oh my, I forgot about this.
0: <sighs> you
2: robbed? You must like me. You really, really like me. Good morning, Ramadan. Come to Crazy Fayeti's. Our prices are Hussein. <laughs> Here's Ginny! (laughs) Now do Flanders! No, now I will destroy your decadent Western society! No! Hmm, usually that ends the dream.
1: Robbie, real quick, I I didn't I didn't look anything up, but as I recall, in the sequel to Aladdin, Return of Jafar, mm-hmm. Dan Castellaneta played the voice of the genie. Mm-hmm. He did indeed. Is that, uh, is that also what happened here? That is indeed what happened here, Matt.
0: You're you're correct, one hundred percent.
1: Oh, Robbie, there are times when I really, really wish I could be wrong. Uh, I'm okay.
0: I don't. That fact doesn't. Bother me, Matt. Okay. That in, okay. A, in a vacuum. In a vacuum. In a vacuum. In a vacuum, removed from everything else. I don't care if they bring Dan Castleman and played the genie, a genie from the Aladdin genie from genie. It's effectively genie from Aladdin, okay? Yeah, they like. Yeah, it is. I mean, they, there's there's nothing else it can be. Yeah, it's, that's literally who this is, but whatever. Disney, I guess. Now Disney owns The Simpsons, so it doesn't matter at all. Um, but The Simpsons have already played Fast and Loose with Disney homages, anyway, in references. I don't care. That's fine. It could be even be clever if they were smart about it. But, okay. Here, this is, I'm going to give them, I they haven't earned this, Matt. But I, I have goodwill. I have goodwill towards the Simpsons because they gave me some of my best memories of my life of watching television. Some of the best laughs of my life. Some of the best, most feelings of my life. I'll give them goodwill and say what they intended this to be. Was to demonstrate the insane dreams and thoughts and feelings of someone who is kind of uh, has a kind of a vendetta against Muslims. Wow, Robbie, that is very generous of you. I'm just that's what I I think that's what their intention is. Okay, I'm just that's I'm going to separate this. That is their intention. That is not what ha- what is shown. That is not what actually we get. But it is. I think that is their intention. I don't think they are trying to be explicitly racist for about a minute or pl- over a minute. That clips over a minute long. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like 41 seconds. I was wrong. Uh, it felt like forever. Um, but what we get is a thoroughly racist scene. Incredibly so. In fact, thoroughly. There, there, there is no like. Homer is on a flying carpet. He sees Bashir's family fly by him going in the other direction also on a flying carpet. We have Genie here played by Dan Castellaneta as he played him in the second the straight video Aladdin sequel making explicitly racist jokes. Um and they're not clever. <laughs> they're not even clever not even a little bit they're not even they're like clever basic jerks. racist things it feels this like this feels like i i was working in construction in 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 suburban florida with a bunch of rednecks and this feels like the things they would say to me when they're talking whenever something would happen Whenever there's something in the news about the Middle East, it doesn't matter what it was, it could be anything, they'd, they'd say something racist at me, and it sounded like this. So I, I do I think that the writers of The Simpsons intended that? No, I, I hope not, at least. But this is what we get, because um, there's no nuance here, and there's there's no direction, there's no support to any of this. If this was built up properly, you could make it work. And make Homer go like, oh, these look how crazy this is. Look how ridiculous this is. Because that's what this is. Like all those rednecks who quoted that racist crap part straight at me. Um, they it's ridiculous. It's just it's the most absurd thing. And like, if you build it up correctly, you could show how ridiculous it is and how absurd that racism is, and how absurd Islamophobia is. But there's no there's no craft here. So all it is is racist. That's all this is. There's nothing else here. It is just a um, just racism. The Simpsons are being racist. That's all this is. That's exactly what this is. Yep. <sighs> so Homer, oh my god, Homer goes. Uh, now he's suspicious, obviously, of Bashir and his family. Thinks they are terrorists. Um, because of course, because Matt, because he goes to their house again. Um, he's gonna he wants to sneak in and figure out what's going on. I think. I don't know. Uh, we get a quick cutaway here to the B-plot where Lisa gets her bill for Mapple and faints because it's $1,200. Which is what you do in that situation. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of money. And I think this is like the only, like, again, this is a hint at what like this plot could be if it was real. Like if it was, a, they treated it realistically, like Lisa and, and him right. like having a like. Yeah, there's there are many stories about kids getting access to iPods and apples and smartphones, and their parents put their credit card on the on the device just because they want their kid to be able to you know, you well know, play one. You know, oh, you want to buy the game here? I I bought the game for you, and then the kid charges a thousand dollars with a game or on microtransactions or on purchasing songs or whatever. So this is perfectly fine. Um uh, this is it cuz this disappears until the ver- literally the end of the episode. We do not see again Lisa again until the last scene of this episode. Um indeed. So next we see cut to Homer. He is at Bashir's house again, um listening in on Mina and Bashir's dad having a conversation. He mishears it terribly.
2: I gotta prove that Genie was right Off to work Sometimes I wish you would quit that awful business But I love blowing up buildings Oh my god Safely and legally In order to make room for new buildings Darling I think you're working much too hard Yes, I am killing myself But it is all for the profit And after the explosion I will be in a better place that corner office with the downtown view
0: oh boy oh boy oh boy i just want to i want to make this clear to because obviously you're listening to this podcast you can't see things Mm -hmm. they try and portray this as if homer isn't hearing the in-between parts of the
1: conversation despite the fact that he's sitting right there where he can obviously he looks up sees this and then ducks down. And apparently the ducking down part completely negates his hearing, despite the fact that sound is not a, you know, it's somewhat directional, but it's not blocked by a door.
0: (laughs) It's an open window. It doesn't make any sense. He would hear all of this. It it is, again, Matt, this is clumsy and lazy and stupid. And there is, and this is the moment where they finally clue us in on like, no, it's
1: here's dad is definitely not a terrorist. Well, no, duh. Yeah. It, it, Cause it, if that was not the case this would be even more so one of the worst episodes of the Simpsons <laughs> it, it is again
0: of all the ways you want to implement this idea of oh Homer is bigoted and then he learns the the he learns the, his mistakes and he accepts people this is the stupidest way to go about it and when you're I love the
1: accent you developed all the second all of a sudden. I,
0: stupid <laughs> The stupidest uh, way, you gotta go on a
1: way. Um, I, uh, sorry, go ahead.
0: It's I'm. It's fine. It's it's I like when you are tackling a subject like this. Hey, we're gonna make an episode about Islamophobia, about how poorly Muslim people have been treated in America since nine eleven. We're gonna make an episode all about that. That's what the episode's about. And I, I will, I can at least. I'm not confused about what this episode's about, Matt. That that is clear. Okay. It is very still the stupidest implementation of that, but I know what the I know what it's about, and but that is even some in a way even more baffling because you would think, well, that's a really delicate subject, that's really that's 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 difficult even to make a, a good television show about, especially comedy. Like, oh, we got to make that funny yeah. and get a message across and have a character and all that stuff. That's hard to do like that's why homer's phobia is so impressive the fact that it does take such delicate subject and does it very well and, and at the top of all that really delivers john water's personality and character he really puts his stamp on that episode um showrea is there she's here she doesn't really get to do anything it's really strange they gave her an award she has like five lines She. Does not get much to do. She's not a focal point of this episode. Not certainly not like John Waters is in Homer's phobia. Um But now we know. Bashir's family, not terrorists Bashir's dad now we know. Bashir's dad is an implosion specialist. He's an engineer. He know he figures out how to demolish buildings with with, with uh demolition and bombs and stuff. Okay. Alright. Cool. That's something. Uh it shouldn't be a mystery. It should not be used as a mystery on the, the hook of your second act. It is stupid that it ever was, and this episode's much more interesting if this has nothing to do with stupid bombs or explosives. The the, the re- I am gonna go crazy, man. I'm gonna lose my god. Okay. I'm gonna lose okay. my god bless of mind. Uh, the reason you've so- already
1: lost your perspicacity if
0: you're switching <laughs> to god blessed. God bless of mind. Homer Homer's phobia works so well is because John is clearly not a threat. He's just a dude that likes old toys and kitschy things. That's the whole reason that the episode works is because he's clearly not a threat and Homer sees him as one. You're
1: right. And the biggest problem with all of this is just how, what is a really nice way of putting this, how incredibly (laughs) stupid all of this is. Because you would have to have these people be wonderful characters that it's very obvious to everyone except Homer are just normal people. Uh, of course, in that episode, you also had Lenny and Carl being homophobic and Moe being the worst of all about it. But, you know, or no, it was Barney. But still, it's it's crappy. And I don't like it. Just put it that way. Well, I mean,
0: the whole thing about the end of homophobia is that they show. Oh, yeah, actually, they, they, this is not that John is harmless and there is no gay agenda. It's all nonsense and it's all in their heads. They're all acting ridiculous and absurd. He's just a guy, just some dude. And that's what this, the idea would be like, oh, they're just a family and there is, you don't need a plot of action plot about bombs or explosions or or dynamite or any of this. It can just be about them being a family and Homer feeling threatened because he's been brainwashed by his friends, by the media, by his family, whatever. That is a story that makes sense, that is grounded and feels real and delivers the message better because it is grounded and it feels real. Did you... Were there jokes... Were there Looney Tune episodes about how racist people were? No! No! The jokes were Bugs Bunny putting his fingers in in the barrel of a shotgun and it blowing up. It's all physical comedy. That's all there is. You can't send a message with that. They have to be characters. They have to have arcs. (sighs) So Bashir's dad Goes off to work, I guess, to blow stuff up. Because that is what happens literally <laughs> later on in this, in this, I guess, the same day. Again, there's no timelines on any of this. I have no idea when anything is happening. Um, there's no, like, in about, like, oh, it's, oh, this is clearly a day has passed. It's just <laughs> like, oh, it's, things are happening in a big lump. Um, Homer uh, talks his way into... Uh, the B- Bashir's house, it talks to Mina talks his way into the house and is the worst oh, it's you what do you want? I want to
2: apologize for being such a jerk at dinner, and I thought the best way to do that would be to come to your house and poke around Mr. Simpson, I accept your apology goodbye wait, 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 I read somewhere your people are hospitable to guests is that true? oh, yes Praise be Oliver. That's Allah. Eh, we'll look it up in the corona. So, now that we're alone, um, death to America, right? Homer, why are you really here? Oh, look at that! We're out of almond paste. Don't get up, I'll grind the almonds myself. A computer. I'm in. Springfield Mall You're gonna blow it up. Homer, I don't hear almond grinding. Just listen! I'm grinding him now. Oh, my finger! Oh, here comes the ambulance. My, you're a handsome fellow. Just get in the ambulance, Mr. Simpson. We'll see to your finger. Why, thank you. Butter, 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 butter. Ow, my finger!
1: I don't know what we're supposed to feel about this. I'm so confused. (laughs) I just, I literally have no clue. Robbie, can you help me out with that?
0: Uh, I, I can tell you what is happening in this terrible terrible plot <laughs> but i can't i don't know if i can tell you because the, in the plot is homer is suspicious because he overheard that conversation the magically didn't hear all of it again this is all magic explicit this is magic that's happening effectively this point um mina lets him into the house for some reason he's being racist really racist at her multiple times because he says he says oliver instead of allah what did he call the quran what did he just say i i just listened to it i've already forgotten that i literally my brain is erasing this information as it as it comes in Um, as it should be yeah it's racist he's just racist it's just like oh these are let's do a typical like season 20 homer joke where he miss says a word and thinks it's funny um but do it with you know religious terminology and then and just broadly stereotype uh uh a whole race uh the whole religion a whole whatever um I, I like it's very it's like it's really impressive like it's it's like not it's like in how offensive in many ways it is like it's no, they don't limit it to just one facet like they really are aiming for everyone um that's what's happening and so he he goes he sneaks into the kitchen to grind almonds into paste mm-hmm. Sees an open laptop unlocked, presumably because Homer isn't a hacker. No, he definitely is not. And he finds plans for the demo, which is <laughs> it looks like a child drew those plans, Matt.
1: Well, yes, Robbie. Obviously, if because, you know, those 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 people—is it the way Homer thinks of it? Draw like children. I, They're but not adults. I, but Matt, like
0: I, I, I would. Here's this is I. I'm pretty sure that if I let's say I encountered an engineer's plans for a demolition like oh let's say an engineer they they had the blueprints and they did structural analysis, and they feel like, okay, these are the weak points, these are the the, the things that hold, these are, these are the, this is the foundation, these these walls are important, they hold up the ceiling in, the, in these, this spot, this, bat, this spot, that, that spot, whatever, this is where we need to put explosives, it'll bring the place down, and keep it, so it's an implosion, an explosion won't hurt anyone. I, me, I consider myself a relatively intelligent person. I don't think I'd be able to parse those plans. I don't think I'd be able to. I don't think I'd be able to figure out them, figure them out. I'd be able, maybe I'd be able to identify what they were, maybe with a lot
1: of. Which, de- and Homer is not a reasonably intelligent person, so he probably just uh, sees what he wants to see. He would just see
0: a bunch. He would see some blueprints with a bunch of lines and scribblings and notes and whatever. Homer is an idiot. He has been the dumbest man alive this entire episode, and now suddenly he can parse demolition plans, and he figures out it's a mall. And immediately jumps to the worst conclusion and dives out. And we get that long drawn out scene that is the unfunniest thing on on Earth. With Them faking, grinding up all... Okay. So he runs to, I guess, a mall. I guess the mall they were at at the beginning of the episode? Which is not the mall they're going to demolish, I guess? No. He goes and runs around, tells everyone to leave. Um... Okay, Matt, this is another like, again, the ten thousandth logic problem and plot hole. Let's say you're shopping at the mall. If a random man Something I would never do. That's not true. If it Probably, was the,
1: I can't tell you that's why I went to a mall.
0: If I took you to the right mall, Matt, you would be happy. All right. Okay. Just it just needs to be Fair. the right mall. Um and if or if your wife dragged you to it and said she really wanted you to come and take a look at something, you'd be like, okay you do it i know you you're a sucker um if a random man <laughs> ran through them all and yelled at you get out and then ran
1: away what would you do <laughs> i would look at them like they were crazy and continue about my day and, yes and that's and that's what would happen
0: uh and then everyone flees everyone just <laughs> listens to homer for some reason he's acting like a crazy person uh like a raving maniac just screaming as he's running through the mall everyone's just like all right this 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 lunatic clearly knows what they're doing um they all flee evacuate the mall i guess um and then he goes out and finds we where we see uh Bashir Bashir's dad and Bart uh he Homer sees Bart there that that for somehow Bashir's dad has gotten Bart involved and it it's like a cartoon bomb with the plunger am i supposed to be taking this That's not series? how they are anymore now it's like a button right. it's am i supposed to be taking this isn't sideshow bob <laughs> this isn't a sideshow bob plot this is supposed to be serious right no okay um i don't know he sees this he freaks out he runs um past all them to try and warn everyone in the mall they're exploding um it's abandoned Homer runs right through the. He's also super strength all of a sudden, just breaks right in uh, and then and breaks out the other side, grabs all the dynamite inside this abandoned building and. Th- 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 what? Does he throw it in the river? That's what he does. He throws it in the river, but it drags. It's just so complicated and convoluted. Just trying to explain it makes me tired. Yep. Um, he throws it in the river and it drags the plunger. The trigger, effectively, with it, and it gets hit
1: and blows up a bridge.
0: <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: It blows up a bridge. Yeah, and then, I don't and... know if you know this, Robbie, but bombs are real heavy. Like, several people to lift most of them. <laughs> Unless you're talking C4 uh, Semtex. Even that, you need quite a bit for that kind of explosion.
0: Uh, this episode is not concerned with that, man. It's just not doesn't no, care. No,
1: this episode isn't concerned with anything. No, I, I mean I, I forget, Robbie. I I may have passed out or forgot. Uh, have we gotten to the Lisa under the sea nope, yet? No, no, no. That's
0: the very end. That's the last thing that happens this episode. It, it is a it's a coup de gras. It's a it's it's a cherry on top. Um, this this crap Sunday. Um, he blows up a bridge, a bridge that was going to open tomorrow, apparently. Even though we literally see trucks driving. Around. Okay. <laughs> But Bashir's dad, Bashir, everyone catches up to Homer, and they're like, "Homer, what did you do? Why did you do that?" And Homer's like, "Oh, you're gonna blow up the mall." He's like, "It's an abandoned mall. It's empty." Bart tells them. Bart tells them breaks the breaks all this news to Homer, and uh, we get a a long clip. I have basically uh, Homer's apology to Bashir's family, and then Matt, the aforementioned Lisa, going to the bottom of the sea.
2: That banner has really paid for itself over the years
0: We accept your apology
2: Lisa, add
3: another name to our Christmas card list Next to our Jewish friends Where is Lisa? She said something about the bottom of the ocean And be back in a month Welcome to Mapple Headquarters The cost of this journey will be added to your bill
2: Yes! Sixteen million results. Mr. Mobs, this is Surface Dweller here to see you. A MyTunes user, JazzGal62. Mm. Oh, Lisa Simpson. Fender her in. Mm. <laughs> Lisa, it's insanely great to see you.
3: Um, Mr. Mobs, I sort of downloaded too many songs onto my MyPod. And I don't have the money to pay for them. And do you think you could consider a reduced payment plan?
2: I'm sorry. I know our posters say think differently, but our real slogan is no refunds.
3: Oh <laughs> can't you open your Maple menu and click on the compassion bar? Oh, please.
2: Lisa, how would you like to work for
0: Mapple?
3: <gasps> would I ever think differently. Think differently. Think differently. Uh, think differently.
0: Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let's start with <laughs> let's start with the Homer apology, where Homer and we see a a banner over the backyard of the Simpson's house. Pardon my intolerance, which Homer references in the clip. Mm-hmm. Why do Bashir's family? Why does Bashir's family accept Homer's apology? <sighs>
1: in the interest of making peace and not upsetting somebody, I guess I just follow up question, Matt.
0: Why is Homer not in jail? Uh-huh. Fantastic question. I would love to know that. Homer would so be much. in jail. Homer blew up a bridge. He blew up a bridge. Uh-huh. That's that. That's uh, might be. A f- they could have killed somebody. He would be in jail for a very long time. Might be federal crime. He might. That might be pr- federal prison. That may be real bad. Um, uh... Like, if you want to track down what Homer's behavior, what he did in this episode, like, he committed fraud, uh, he trespassed, he, I mean, incited a riot. That might be a little too much. But then he did take explosives and bomb a bridge. That's domestic terrorism. Like, why? Like, okay, so we get all that this is maddening doesn't make any sense there's no reason for them to for to forgive Homer Homer should mean jail every every single behavior that Homer did in this is reprehensible unforgivable and it makes him it, it's not even an unlikable protagonist an impossible protagonist it is like following uh like it there's that I don't know if you did you ever read that the the Frank miller comic that was gonna be
1: Holy Terror. Oh about nine eleven. Holy Terror. No. Did you ever read that? Um it reminds no, me of of that where
0: you're like I can't why I there there I would never root for this person. They're they're the uh, they're not even anti hero. They are villain. Homer is a villain. Homer has become a monster. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Then we get where's Lisa goes. This is the thing that ends up so Matt. Lisa goes to the bottom oh. of the ocean. She has a. She's racked That's up a twelve. Evidence. She's racked up, she's racked up a twelve hundred dollar bill, and she wants forgiveness. We are told that her trip to the bottom of the ocean is added to her bill, which presumably would be way more than twelve hundred dollars, way more money. Um, but okay, let's, let's let that go. Think she has a.
1: What's the point of this? Have they had time to fill, I guess. Have they wanted to wrap up the B plot. I re- I want to throw something out. I want to throw something.
0: Like I just want to grab. I'm. I let those days behind me. I'm not gonna do that. I want to though. Just expressing the desires I have. Um. I want to throw something. This is stupid. It doesn't mean anything. Like, what's the point of this? Like they they throw that in earlier. Like, oh, if that was mentioned earlier as like, oh, at their headquarters under the say Okay, that's whatever. You know, it's a a a jab at Apple campuses or whatever. Um. And then, but we have Lisa travel to one in a submarine shaped like I what I believe is a USB stick. That's sure what it appeared to be. What does this play take place on Earth? Does The Simpsons take place on Earth anymore? I mean, this is a what is this? Maybe what what is this nonsense? Like, and uh, okay. It's again this this clip that ends the episode. It feels again it feels tacked on like they ran out. They this they, again. You're right. It feels like filler. It Feels like they had this much time to fill, so they wrote that scene to fit. You know they needed one more thing. Um, and they didn't want to end with like Homer being a sociopath and trying to and blowing up a bridge and obviously be extraordinarily racist. Um. Uh, but so they wanted to end with a goofy thing. And I don't mind Lisa in the mascot, like the MyPod costume, handing out flyers. That's all right.
1: Yeah, like that's that's what it is. But why does she have to go to the bottom of the ocean? Why does Steve Mobs have a lisp? Like Steve Jobs doesn't. What, I, what are they getting at here? I
0: don't know. That's like I get a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I try, I try to figure that out. I'm like, what is that? Why is he? Why is he have a voice like that? It doesn't even make sense. Um, it is just like when when you put these two things together, it makes it even more insane. This incredibly <laughs> this incredibly offensive A plot. And then you end the episode right next to the scene. We see Homer blow up a bridge and it we don't even like there could ma- they could at least try and like have a scene where Homer opens up his heart and goes, I've been a I've been a fool. You know, I you you open up your house to me you came over i invite like you've been so gracious and so kind to me and my family and all i've done is uh you know prejudice be precious against you and like at least have a scene that represents what it should do where like homer apologizes like a real apology but instead it there's nothing it's just a scene with a banner that says pardon my intolerance," and they make a joke about how often Elmer has been an intolerant monster and then right next to it is a scene where Lisa travels in a USB stick shaped submarine to a Mapple headquarters at the bottom of the ocean where Steve Mobs hires her to hand out Mapple flyers
1: it is infuriating <sighs> This episode's terrible. It's absolutely awful. As bad as our Bob's Burgers, or as good as our Bob's Burgers episode for this was, this episode is that bad. It is so bad. Yeah. It is
0: so terrible. Like, and it starts off not so bad. That's the, And that's the worst thing, man. Like that Bart Bashir stuff. So like, All right, this is, this could be good. And then Homer shows up and off, the cl- off a cliff, it hits bottom and keeps digging. Like, I don't know what. Like, they find new ways to be bad every week. I can't take this. I'm losing my... God bless mind. mine. We'll rank it at the end of the show.
1: Uh, Robbie, is this episode broken? Yes.
0: No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. Of
1: course it is.
0: Of course it is. I'm so tired, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, aren't I'm we so
0: all t- of this? I'm, I'm so tired. Um, how to fix it? I mean, we've gone over it. It's not. It's really not hard. But I don't know. I you focus on. You may get homophobia. You just do that. Are you? It has. You have a template. You just follow it. we Will make for the most exciting. Like oh, there's no twists and turns. You don't. I don't. You're not. It's not Ocean's Eleven, guys. You don't have to surprise me with plot twists. Just. Have a, a, a well-done character drama with jokes. And the jokes are at Homer's expense. Yeah. If Homer is... I cannot outline this hard enough. I, this is baffling to me that that Muslim and Islam groups applauded this episode. They clearly didn't
1: watch it. That's my only... That's the only no, thing I No, think. they just saw that they weren't portrayed incredibly negatively. They were like, yeah, we're good with this. They probably went, oh, Simpsons did an episode about it. Now,
0: okay, that's cool. That's nice, uh, none of these jokes are at homer's expense. Homer doesn't suffer at all. Homer glides through this episode. It is like the joke about Homer's enemy has become truth where Homer glides through life with no repercussions. the worst it they like they Homer's enemy was a parody about how Homer could be portrayed as ridiculous and absurd, but the problem is that that was 12 seasons ago and the show has accelerated that to about a thousand degrees worse you fix this you have a homer you have a nice normal family Bashir and you give hey how about you give Bashir's dad a name how about you have a name maybe give him like a middle eastern actor to portray him that'd be my that'd be a good start oh, what
1: a crazy idea
0: um, Bashir as well for that matter pretty sure Bashir is just like one of the when they're Trust McNeil or one of them. I don't know who did this year, but it's certainly not a Middle Eastern kid. Um, I can forgive it because it's a kid, you know, and you know, kid actors. Oh are, yeah. But I still, you just, I, there are Middle Eastern kid actors in Texas. You can go find them. Um, so that's a start. And you just have the menoral family. There's no bombs in it. You don't, you make an episode without bombs. The whole joke should be that Homer asks them about bombs and they look at him like he's a, 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 a lunatic because and,
1: again he is
0: yes it, that's the joke is like they're like and they could make jokes about oh yeah and like they start here there's like little bits and pieces where like oh we met at university in jordan and that's a nice start where you're like oh actually people in the middle east they largely the middle the middle class and in, in, in the middle east is very similar to the middle class here um yeah, you know, they go to college. They meet oh we met a sweet I met my wife in college and blah blah blah. We settled down. We came to America for jobs. Show them as normal people. Yeah, they're just normal. And the joke is about how absurd Homer acts. And and how he and you can even have it be the, and Bart and Bashir's friendship is the best part of what this episode does do. Make that oh, the absolutely. center and make that the center of again where Homer doesn't want Bart's friends. Bashir. And the whole episode is about how ridiculous Homer is for doing for, for trying to protect Bart from a Muslim kid and how that by the end of the episode, Homer realizes this is stupid and I'm stupid and he apologizes profusely and makes up f- tries to make up for to Bashir and his family with some grand gesture, only like Homer can, where he shows what his you know, shows that inside in his in his heart of hearts, he does not. He's not some terrible racist, and it's just this institutionalized, internalized racism that has been taught to him by his friends and by media over and over and over again. And in there, you can sprinkle in these ridiculous portrayals of it in the media. Hey, Skewer Fox News, perfect chance to do that. (laughs) Perfect opportunity. But instead, they stumble on their face. They don't know what they're doing. Um, It's not complicated. It's very simple. Like, you could have him, like, you could say Homer, oh, this is, literally, this is something that came up to me, Matt, as I was watching the episode. There'd be, like, a joke where Homer, like, they're driving, Homer and Bart are in the car. They're driving down a street in Springfield. And Homer was like, look at that. That's a mosque. They're blah, 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 blah. And, and Bart's like, that mosque has been there for 30 years, Dad. Like, it's just like, you know, that's the, where Homer has been eating Middle Eastern food. And he's like, I'm not going to eat that anymore. And Mars like, you love that. You love Middle Eastern food. You eat it every Sunday. Yep. You know something like that. Like it's it's like oh, actually, yeah. Middle Eastern culture is kind of is a part of America at this point, much like many cultures are a part of American culture. It's the melting pot, etcetera, et cetera. It writes itself. This is not complicated. I I I don't think I've said this before. I'm not a writing genius. <laughs> It doesn't take someone. It's just the basics, you know? The, these are the basics. The jokes would be the hard part, but you just sprinkle them in. You think, they rise naturally out of the situation. They have some in this episode that are funny and they work very well, but they just...
1: <sighs> it's okay, Robbie. It's okay. That's this episode's it. bad. This episode's There's bad. There's no salvaging it. Uh, the, I I
0: mean, I. that's the problem you could. This is not a hard one. This no. <laughs> is so easy. No. So easy. Uh, we can move on. Uh, to our next segment. It's time for Comments on the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments on the News Group is where I ask our patrons to leave their reviews for an episode. And this week, I applaud everyone who did it because, woo boy, uh, this is a sinker. I am We're very you, sorry you, yeah, to deal you with are the you are the best of us. Uh, we Me and Matt have to do this. You do not, and I applaud you. A first from Tim. This episode could oh so easily be fixed by simply focusing on the re- relationship between Bart and Bashir. Bart seemed to have a handle on guiding his friend around the various obstacles at Springfield Elementary. We could have had a series of challenges that would make that would both amuse and encourage us. Perhaps a more uplifting version of "Much a About Nothing." But of course, we can't have that. We can only have Jerk Homer and Spades. Unless we forget a completely unnecessary, unfunny Mapple b plot. Not canon, but number three seventy. That's probably you're probably in the, in the territory, Tim. It might be lower. Yep. It might be lower. Uh next for Charles. The running theme of season twenty seems to be the same but worse. Bart finds a positive male role model, and because of this he starts to apply himself more, Only this time instead of gaslighting Bart into once more courting his favor by giving love and affection, He would never give to his own son to another child, Homer acts like a racist lunatic who tries to kill the man and his family for being Muslim. I don't know if this realization makes the episode objectively worse, but it does make it lazier. Why not both?
1: <laughs> yeah, why not both? It can be
0: both. Uh, from Eric, Forgot to mention last week's Harbinger of H.G. Simpsons, which were an abundance of montages of Chalmers shouting a variation of Skinner at every given opportunity. This week is another big harbinger of what's to come in that is unrelentingly <laughs> awful. Oh, no. I just come away asking why. South Park this, uh, ep- did this episode in 2007, and it made a hell of a lot more sense with Cartman in the role of ignorant, racist, distrusting, distrusting ass than Homer. Go back a further two years, and America Dad did this episode yet again. The staunch, steadfast, moronic republicanism of Stan Smith makes the satire and anti-racism message ring loud and clear when he locks his Muslim neighbors in his backyard. If this Simpsons episode wants to convey a similar message, then it's lost in a mire of an out-of-character homer and really tired and lame Muslim jokes. Also, that B-plot is so toothless and dumb and boring, and just all of the negative adjectives. Terrible episode. Sensing a a theme. Uh from JJ. A place, a plot started with some promise, but then, much like last week, falls off a cliff when Homer enters the equation. Bart confronting a Muslim kid and trying to protect him from bullies was what I wanted this to be about. You don't have to shoehorn Homer in every week, especially during the era where he's at his most consistently unlikable. Homer's ignorant stories have worked before—much poo about nothing, Homer's phobia—they were made back when the writers knew how to handle heavy and topical subjects with tact and grace. Give them credit for not having Homer start out a bigot, but all it takes is one brief scene at most for him to completely change. So I had him previously liking bashir the rest of the episode he behaves like an irredeemable monster he tries to poison bashir's family blows up a bridge leaves mole man to drown and we forgot about mole man drowning uh. over the beer trucks drive across there's a duff back duff factory on the other side of this bridge they just drive directly into the water hobart dives in after them Mole Man is behind the wheel Homer leaves him there and rescues The beer and they're drinking the beer At this forgiveness party Yep, he's leave Mole Man to drown Um Leaves Mole Man to drown and him making ambulance noises Was maybe the most annoying thing I've ever heard in the show I despised Homer in this He's unrelatable and barely human anymore At least Bart was likable I wish this focused more on him and Bashir Also, the less said about my Pods, the better (sighs) For Benjamin, who better to make jokes about Dr. King and Muslims than this group of Simpsons writers? The characters in this did not even act like people. It was also a huge stretch to make Bashir's family look like terrorists. So sloppy all around. On the bright side, Lisa didn't get her MyPod from Dennis Leary.
1: Yeah, yeah, she sure didn't. Oh, no, Dennis. We don't want, don't
0: bring Dennis Leary into this plot. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not good. Uh, from Casey. I know we can't expect much from our unlovable jerk ass Homer in these late teen or early twenty seasons, but I at least expect him to act like himself. This plot feels like something that would have happened on King of the Hill. Should be watching The Simpsons and you know with one hundred percent certainty that the writer spent more time on the itchy and scratchy plot than the plot of the episode. Bashir deserves so much more than this episode. What little time we got to see of him and Bart was so heartwarming. Homer instantly loved Bashir, so why is he listening to his ignorant friends? And at that point, how did Lenny and Carl hear about Bashir and his family and why do they even care? That's another hey, that's another uh, direction this gigoman Homer is def- Homer defends Bashir and his and is, Homer in this Homer is not the bigoted one. Homer is defending Ooh. their family against society.
1: What a crazy idea. And,
0: okay. Uh continuing Casey. Okay, so the two things I loved in this were two things most people probably hated. As a Samsung girl, I love Bart's prank. I've had one iPhone in my life and hated it. I've been loyal to Samsung ever since. And I loved Homer's Dream only for the reference to how Dan Castelleta voiced Genie and a directed video sequel to Aladdin. Am I giving too much credit to the writers of season twenty? Probably. <laughs> I look forward to next week as it is a huge guilty pleasure of mine. Oh that's Ooh, give, that gives me a little bit of hope, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally for Matt. I hated this, hated it all caps. Carl literally tells Homer to discriminate against someone because they are Muslim. Why is this in my comedy show? Why is Lenny racist? I liked Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> we all like lenny that's, unfortunately that's the yeah, it's just yeah, that's a good question. Thank you all for leaving those reviews um not much there's not any dissent this week, Matt everyone is against no no one's like oh this was all right nope not a single one we can move on to our next segment it's time for listener question of the week
2: let's try one more number
0: <gasps> yellow
3: is gonna give me something stupid well hot dog we have a wiener
0: yellow our listener question of the week this week is who is your favorite lesser known guest star i uh, appreciate everyone who took the time to answer matt take it away
1: Alrighty. Alright, first up from. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I scrolled. Oh, why did I scroll? Alright, first up from Derek. Uh, would Stephen J. Gould be an example? It's hard to gauge the level of Simpsons guest stars, notoriety, with me being a little baby in the late 90s and also not American. But I think Gould is a really good guest star in that it shows Scully's episodes in season 9 still had that classic irreverence in bringing on guest stars, not to law them, but to denigrate or portray them negatively. I love that they make him just a horrible man for no reason, taking this little girl's money and then not even bothering to do the one request she had. I'm going to be honest with you, Lisa. I never did the tests. I mean, that is, that is beautiful. <laughs> I didn't even think about him, but man, good one, Derek. Uh, from Tim, Ron Taylor as Bleeding Gums Murphy, a very distinctive voice and character for which the show you need to use just the right amount of. R.I.P. Ron and Bleeding Gums. Uh, from Benjamin, soccer sensation, Ronaldo. <laughs> i'm sure like four people knew who he was i mean i'm gonna call this out ronaldo
0: internationally is one of the most famous people that's ever been on the simpsons
1: <laughs> i mean yeah but internationally who cares about soccer uh yeah it's only the world's most popular sport by far yeah exactly it's a sport who cares <laughs> anyway um uh, casey i hate to not answer so i'm going to fudge this one mm, fudge my favorite movie since fourth grade has been Princess Bride, and I only ever knew Mandy Patinkin as Inigo Montoya. It took me an embarrassingly long time to ever catch the credits of Lisa's wedding and see that he played Hugh. The voice is just so different from his Inigo voice I never made the connection. Now it's a guest role I have such a deep appreciation for. Oh man, uh Casey, if you only know Mandy Patinkin as Inigo Montoya, he is fantastic, uh, in a wonderful little show called Dead Like Me. Yes, Dead Like Me, not Death Like Me. I was I get not... a little confused, but yeah, it's, it's Dead Like Me.
0: No, but man I mean Many Patinkin's good and everything. He's a very good actor. He
1: is fantastic, but if, if that's all you ever know him as, I, I cannot recommend Dead Like Me highly enough. It is fantastic. All right, next up, uh, at the Andrew blog, June Foray, who appeared in the Babysitter Bandit episode. She was the voice of Rocky the Flying Squirrel, Granny and Looney Tunes, and many other roles. Foray's a legend, and I love her cameo as a tribute to her and the influence Rocky and Bullwinkle had on the show's Sensibility. I did not know that. Thank you, Andrew, for letting me know I never realized. Uh, for Matt... Andrew L. 79014591. <laughs> Penn and Teller. I need to borrow someone's crossbow. And like everyone in the audience has one. Come here. I just want to talk to you. I'm running after Homer. Uh, <laughs> uh For Matt. Yes, it's Aaron. I think Bart's Friend Falls in Love might be the most unrated episode of the series. And Kimmy Robertson was terrific as Samantha. I don't even know who Kimmy Robertson is. If you saw Kimmy Robertson's face, you would go,
0: oh, that person, that lady. Oh. that actress okay you'd recognize her, her yeah
1: probably uh from at hippie 200 okay i'm gonna have to cheat a little bit here a little bit and go with robert Goulet. i know that he is well known but it's, he is perhaps lesser known than the likes of meryl streep dustin Hoffman, michael jackson etc vera said what will forever be one of my favorite simpsons lines oh from mike skowski uh i did love that raja was on the show uh that's the tiger from Siegfried and roy right <laughs> i don't know who Rajah was What, Robbie? Oh,
3: no!
0: Oh, Matt. What? Your wife's going to kill you.
1: Who is Raja? The drag queen? Mm hmm. Winner of RuPaul's drag oh. race. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Fair tiger. enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. Jeez.
3: Tiger.
1: <laughs> You're right. She's probably going to kill me. I-, I-, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> tiger. From Matt, the Nicolino. Well, it would have would have to be the lesser known presidents. And finally, from Avery, mine is Lee Carvello in Mars. Not be proud. So good, just so good. Robbie, what is your answer?
3: I'm
0: tiger. Oh, Matt. Oh, gosh. Oh, you got me. God, Robbie. You got me I was just just ever so often you say something that I just never expected in my whole life and this is not the type Okay. Okay. Oh boy. My answer I have two answers. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. This is my show, so I can cheat all I want. Um Uh huh. And one of it's a hedge a little bit, like how what's lesser known. Um because, obviously, everyone who's been on The Simpsons as a guest star is relatively known. In a lot of the cases, you'd be like, oh, well, Robert Goulet is a very famous man. But nowadays, especially, you ask an average, like, you think some 17-year-old knows who Robert Goulet is? Only if they watch <laughs> The Simpsons, maybe. Uh, my yeah, answers right. are, my pair of answers is um, Patrick McGowan uh, uh, in The Computer War Men's Shoes. Um, Mm-hmm. Number six from the prisoner, and many other things, but uh, I love the prisoner, so it's not it was nice to see him on the Simpsons. It's the only reason I liked that episode um but my other answer is uh, another one I think people remember don't think about very often is audrey Meadows Audrey Meadows played b um grandpa's love interest that that passed
2: oh yeah,
0: um, and Audrey Meadows played Alice in the honeymooners. Which, obviously, extraordinarily important show in the history of television. Um, the, the foundational sitcom in a lot of ways. But is it someone I didn't realize? who I didn't realize that was her for a very long time. And I think it's interesting that she got to play a part in The Simpsons only a few years before she passed. Um, another thing I just learned today from looking her up is that she was one of the very few members of the Honeymooners who had it written to her contract that she gets paid for uh, reruns. Of the honeymooners. Oh, man, that's brilliant. So uh she made millions of dollars <laughs> on the reruns of The Honeymooners over the years,
1: um, and not no one else did. Uh, Matt, what is your answer? So I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with Frank Welker, because technically he was part of the cast until 2006, uh, but mm-hmm. no one... What, I, what? Uh, Do you think enough people know know about him? No,
0: I'm not going to say his last him. He's not part of the cast, Matt. He was absolutely a guest star. He's not a
1: part of the cast. Okay, okay, that's okay. That it's even better then. All right, uh, I'm going by Simpsons Wiki here. But they're Frank wrong. Welker, they're lies. The okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know this works even better for me. But Frank Welker is amazing. If you've ever heard an animal in Hollywood, you didn't hear an animal. You heard Frank Welker. That's just what he does. Is he does animal noises and occasionally like weird sound noises but mostly animals he's incredible he's been in absolutely everything and no one seems to know who he is unless you're a movie buff so if you guys don't know who frank welker is look him up he's been in absolutely everything and is absolutely incredible i mean that's what i'm going with he he was Santa's little helper and snowball too in addition to a myriad of other uh roles i mean i i know
0: frank welker one, because I originally, I found out about Frank Welker from Futurama because he plays Nibbler. Um, but he also, he's played many, 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 like he plays Megatron in Transformers, among other characters in Transformers. He plays Scooby-Doo. Yeah, a few non-animal roles. <laughs> he played Scooby-Doo, famously Nibbler from Futurama, played many, many, apparently Frank Quirk Garza so, charges an arm and a leg now, but you know. If you are the best animal impersonator, animal <laughs> impersonator in Hollywood, you, 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 you know, charge what you can charge. Um, I think that's a fair answer, right? I don't think it's a, that's that's perfectly fair. Frank Walker, not many. I don't think you ask an average person. I don't think they know who Frank Walker is. Um, that's it for our listener question. Next week's question is: Who is your favorite female guest
1: character? To oh, be that's anybody. Be a tough one.
0: I uh, would. Pretty sure we've asked this before, but I'm asking again. Who's your favorite female guest character? Post us on our social media, Twitter, at SimpsonShowPod. Email emails at SimpsonShowPod at gmail.com. And you can answer a question on Patreon. Uh, Post a question there every week. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the new Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The no Google trivia challenge for Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard, and try to stop the other. Uh, this week, um, I'm let's see, I'm two points ahead of Matt now because I went easy on him last week and he punished me for it for being nice. Uh, Not sure that's how that works, but okay. When you, I mean, that's what happened. I I asked you a question that I felt was difficult, and you went, "No, it's easy." Okay, so uh, I I was punished for my hubris, Matt.
1: Punished for your hubris. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I still have a lead for now. I'm not, I don't know how long that's going to last, but I'm going to do my best. Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I suppose. Homer is worried about Bart being gay
1: in what episode? I believe it would be Homer's phobia. That is correct. Do I get an easy question? All right. Minute? You got an easy question. What country does Mr. Burns move the power plant to in Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore? B India. That you would be correct.
0: Matt, are you telling me all the questions kiss, Kispace, Bang, Bang, or Maybe. <sighs> well, there is my one point for the week. That'll be good. <laughs> all right, your meme question, Matt. John has a robot from what movie on display in his store?
1: Um. Oh, gosh. Um. It's it's Lost in Space, right? Is that your final answer? That's my answer, yes. It's incorrect. Oh. The name of The, the name of the, the... It is from Clink oh, Clink... You're dead. I think you're dead, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Dang it. Okay, fine. Alright, your medium question. In Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore, who did Patty and Selma kidnap? What? <laughs> that happens? I know. I was surprised too. I remembered it once I read about it, but then I was like, Oh yeah. Um oh, uh McGyver. I'm they don't kidnap MacGyver, they kidnap Oh, they you gotta be it. I, is... I gotta name him. Um it
0: is it has three names. It is blank, blank, blank.
1: <laughs> I'm friends correct, Robbie. It's not no. blank, blank, blank.
0: <laughs> give me a second, okay? It, I it's the guy from friggin' MacGyver and Stargate. I can think of his name if I just if, give me a second. I can. It, it will come to me. Um, yeah, okay. I can picture his stupid face. Why can't I think of his name? Um, Anderson. That's his last name. Is Anderson? I think something, something Anderson richard dean anderson
1: damn it i did there was stuff <laughs> for sure you wouldn't know that yes God. Oh. Ur, ur, ur.
0: Son of God. richard yeah. i knew it. i was just like hey, come on i just you just if all you gotta do Matt, is just picture macgyver's face in your head you can hold it in your head long enough his name appears <laughs> his name appears okay <laughs> i like uh, i kept thinking of like neil patrick harris <laughs> and I'm like that's it's not Neil Patrick Harris. It's a different guy. You're correct. It's not. Good job. <laughs> I'm, I'm very good at I'm very good at trivia. Okay, Matt. Your hard question: okay. What is on the cover of the TV guide owned that was owned by Jackie O? The cover of the TV guide.
1: Um, in John's store. It's, uh it's a something about pillbox hats. <laughs> <laughs> Best I got. I'm
0: sorry, Matt. It's Laverne and Shirley.
1: Oh, of course. It's, it's, I mean, it's legit. Wasn't it a story about Mindy and Mark? No. (laughs) No, it's not. But he thought Mindy. (laughs) But Mindy lived with Mark. (laughs) Give her a break. Her husband was killed. (laughs) I know, it was so awful. All right, Matt, what's my hard question? Your hard question. What is the name of the self-help book Homer is given to read on the plane by Marge on his way to India?
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
3: Uh, I don't know that. Um,
1: uh, I don't know that.
0: Uh, I could guess a name and I can guess something. Um, self-help book. I'm going to guess it has a lame stereotypical joke about India in it, about it, to it, attached to it. And I'm going to say, like, if it's a self-help book, it could like, I'm going to guess it's like a play on how to win friends and influence people. That's my guess. But you can't really. I don't know how you would like make a bad joke with that. It could be like men are for Mars, women for Venus, or what? Or or something for the chicken chicken soup for the something soul. But it would be like I don't know, Matt. I'm just I'm spitballing. I have no idea. Okay,
1: it is in fact the cereal is the prize. What, wait, excuse me. The cereal is the prize. That's the name of that's the
0: joke. Apparently, that's not. That's like the start of a joke. You (laughs) would be correct. (laughs) That'd be like, you should, you you could get there if you, okay. All right. Uh, This episode's already 10 hours long. I should, we should keep moving. Um, I'm, I'm, hey, four point lead again, Matt. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh Richard Dean Anderson, man, my man. MacIver. you know, he's in his seventies.
1: He's in his seventies.
0: Yeah. Richard Dean Anderson's in his seventies. It's crazy. It is crazy, that isn't is, it? It's crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm suddenly I'm in a good mood, Matt. That's all it takes. That's all it takes is you getting to crush me. Okay. I mean, it's a four point lead. I would once we get to double digits, that's crushing. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. When was the last time we had a, a double digit uh, defeat? I mean, you beat me by eight, That's fair. Eight points fair. last season. Uh, you beat me by eight points. I think eight points is the record. Maybe. Nope. No. Oh my lord, Matt. I forgot how badly you destroyed me a couple times. Uh, 96 to 75 one time. Man, I'm, I must be going really uh, easy on you this season. 85 right? to 70. 66 to 49. 61 to 51. You were, you crushed me like four seasons in a row. Just destroyed me. So you're not going to get any. I've pity. been trying
1: to give you medium questions. that you actually have a chance at?
0: That's very kind of you. Um, Richard D. I soon. Just make the meeting question, Mr. Dean, and every week. <laughs> not the way that works, but okay. <laughs> uh, that's it for Cherry. We can move on our final segment. we made every single episode. Wait, it's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. is a part where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically, as so we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever, and how good they are. <sighs> this episode's real bad. Uh, indeed, it is. Real bad, Matt. I can't. I'm not going to it's worse than the frying game it's it's, it's way worse than that it's just, it, it's
1: down there with the racist stuff yeah it, it is
0: yes yes it's it's low so that drops it that's below frying game Below old yellow belly Below he loves to fly and he does below regarding margie below the boys of bummer below crook and ladder and below smoke on the daughter because then we get down to bart mangled banner the aforementioned bart mangled banner we're on the road to doughware the uh, we got the the father, the son, the holy guest star. With a, that's the child abuse joke. Um, gugu guy pan. Okay, here better or worse, the gugu guy pan.
1: Uh, oh, Goo guy pan. That's a lot of racism against Chinese people in that episode. I think this episode is better. It's also, Google. this episode is better than gugu guy pan. It is, but oh god, I hate all of them.
0: Yeah, time. this is—it's not a fun conversation to have. Again, it that—it's like that age-old like lenny and Carl debating about the prequels. You're like, no, yeah. Attack of the Clones is worse. Um, he's right. Attack of the Clones is worse. Um, Stopper, my dog will
1: shoot, is directly above that. Why is that one so low? My dog will just worry. Sandal's will help becomes a police dog, but it's, it's, he's actually a coward.
0: I think it's I think it's that low 1 1 uh there's Rudy Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani is in that segment. Um that's a part okay. of it. <clears throat> that's a part of it. Uh a lot of it there's is uh, uh um a lot of uh, uh you know uh, police hurting uh, killing people shooting people animals fair, train fair. animals become a uh it, you know like, I think they they treat I think that's also because they literally treat Hazell helper like a person. Yeah, that entire episode is just like they—they they turn. He is human. It's—it's it's baffling. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's awful. Um, I, i you know, I—I'm not gonna debate. We placed it in there for a reason. Okay, it was. We watched it. We both hated it. We put it very low. Um, Bonfire of the Manatees is the manatee episode. Doesn't need the Heartbroken Kid is above
1: that. What is Heartbroken Kid again?
0: I don't remember. It was terrible. I've tried to forget these things, Matt. Oh, Fat Camp. Oh, that's right. Uh, This is better than Fat Camp. Maybe, no. mm, Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know, Matt. This is really hard. I think it's better. This is better. I know it's better than Google Guy Pan, but it might just be one step better.
1: Yeah, it's not better by much. That's for darn sure. (laughs) Like,
0: just Homer Mm. being racist for 10 minutes for no discernible reason yeah and the show being racist for 10 whole minutes without for no discernible reason like they like they try to paint it as like oh this is about acceptance like no it is not not even a little it does nothing to establish any of those facts it does nothing is lazy and convoluted and mess uh it's i i I think that's where i put it matt i put it directly above google by pen I'm. This I'm is a, good with it. This is the pits. This is the. This is awful. It makes me sick to my stomach watching it. Um, yep. Right there with you. And the, like, maple, an like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. My, and then t- my pods and boomsticks. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's what. That's what we Those get. Those are things that happened, Robbie. Yep. Blech. God Almighty oh this misery. Um. Okay, that's My Pods of boobsticks. So that's a new number, 396 on our list. Very close to the bottom. Um, absolutely hated this one.
1: It's the worst. At a
0: certain point, I can't really discount the fact that we've watched so many bad ones and it's starting to get to me mentally and it makes me want to punish the show. But uh, it's a new number, 205, and I'm going to go your ranking. It's not last. Code of Penn State still is now last on our list at number 403. Number one is Still Homer's Enemy, our, my beloved, my cherished, my precious. I'm not going to do the Gollum voice. Um, we're not done yet, man. We're almost done. One more thing to do, and then we can almost call. We, one more day, one more thing we call today. That that we have one more thing to do. One more question to answer. The question is: Do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon.
3: The cannon. The cannon. The cannon. The cannon.
1: But of course, we fire the cannon. Yes, please. Let's forget it's ever happened.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, The Springfield Connection is now is a... Uh, so that's go. Not part of the can. We move our way to the top of the list, working our way down as we answer the same question about all of our episodes. We're at number 101, which is the Springfield Connection. Marsh becomes a cop and quits. Actually, I don't know. I feel like in retrospect, I'm not... I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna... I would say that in most cases, I would probably wouldn't move most of these episodes around too much. You know, maybe we would switch things up, move them up or down a little bit, up or down a little bit. I think we watch Springfield Connection, we might put it significantly higher than we had before.
1: Higher, though, you think? Yes.
0: Just because of the way that Marge, how it, how Marge, I, I think there, I feel like I, I appreciate the kind of down, meandering ending a little bit more now, I think. Because the way that Marge is just like, oh, I can't, my, here's my choice, quit.
1: <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Marge. Good point, not a bad idea well, yeah it points out that, that small town police forces are incredibly corrupt and there's one thing we've learned since we did this episode the first time that's even more true than we realized yep, and uh, i think i
0: i think I would respect it more um I don't know i it's a part of can regardless it's an important part it's an important episode it's it's uh it's a the the marge marge gets a job uh another Marge gets a job episode, but I think it's i think I would probably maybe rate it higher now after we watch it, but I don't know. I have to rewatch it. I'm not going to, we're not, we can't get into that. We can't re-rank. There's 400 plus episodes on this list. There's no, we can't do that. That's madness. That way it less <laughs> madness. That's for, that's for when we run out of Simpsons episodes in the year 2035 and start over and re-rank everything again. That'd be real tough. I do uh, know what we know now. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm not sure that's, that's probably, right, probably not. Gonna be good. but yes, that's a part of the can. Of course it is. I've uh, been doing this for, Yes. What's I'm losing my perspicacity, it's late. Um that'll do it for us today. Uh, before we go, you can find me online. Oh wait, I plug the sh- I do the show thing first, Matt, then me. So the show uh-huh. is at the dot com. And we also do the next episode. Why am I this is I'm I'm losing losing it. Um dot Links to all of our stuff, our Twitter, to our RSS feed, a link to our Patreon. If you want to help out the show, if you want access to all our old episodes, if you want access to new episodes early, a few days early at, in, and uncut, if you want access to all our bonus episodes, if you want to be able to leave your review, your thoughts for an episode, do you, or or all those things, it's the best deal in podcasting. It's patreon.com slash The Simpson Show. People ask me all the time, how do I listen to old episodes? The Patreon.com slash The Simpson Show. Go listen to all of them. Um, Next episode, Matt. The Burns and the Bees. Oh, dear. Burns builds a I stadium. I like... Burns builds a stadium and dangers a bee colony, which Lisa built. Oh. And it, at least subplot is about the disappearance of bees. Oh, yeah. I, I remember this one.
1: You sure we can't skip it? It can't be worse than this episode, Matt. Uh, not in terms of racism, but I remember being real stupid. I there's you cannot it can't be worse
0: you, you can't hurt me at this point like there's no way this is wor- it's worse I'm sure it's bad I but mean, whatever I don't care yeah uh that's next week now my plugs me I'm Robbie hello you know that already but I'm Robbie uh, Robbie Dorman is my name and that's where I am on the internet I'm on Twitter at Robbie Dorman my website is Robbie I'm also on Instagram on Facebook if you want to go follow any of those places it's my name. Uh, My website has links to all all those things and links to purchase my horror novels. My newest novel is called Killer Hockey Mascot. It's about a killer hockey mascot. It has a killer hockey mascot in it. Um, I shamelessly plugged it earlier in this very episode. Gutsy. Um, It's a lot of fun. I think you should go check it out. It's on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
1: No, uh, I spent all of my time, which I'm about to do right now, as soon as we finish recording this episode, taking care of adorable kittens that you can see at Kitten Turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S on Instagram. We just got three new interns. Uh, they are learning the ropes. Uh, right now, they can't seem to figure out how to feed themselves, but, you know, that's what we're here for, to teach interns to feed themselves, because obviously the school system has fallen down on its face. Perhaps we gave the school system money, that wouldn't happen, but hey... Uh, We're doing the best of what we got. If you would like to see these adorable kittens, like I said, check them out. Uh, they, you can see them in their little burritos, which are a standard company uniform for first uh, couple week interns. And you can, in the central Florida area, you can adopt these adorable little uh, monsters into your life. Hopefully we'll have them better trained by then to the point where they can actually feed themselves. But, yeah, we'll see. I don't know about all of that, Matt said. Matt's just said a
0: lot of things. I wasn't. Like, kittens, are, the kittens are cute, <laughs> right? <I don't, laughs> they sure are. The kittens are cute, so you should go follow that um that's 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 my that's my thoughts on the matter uh uh, we're rambling i'm robbie and i'm matt and keep watching this uh